Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best excuse. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. <laughs> That'll be what I call. Right now, the working title is Garf Gab. All right, let's start. Oh, my God. You know, Stephen Cook, there is a saying. The saying is, be careful what you ask for, because you just might get it, even if you're kidding around in the Facebook group. So when you write, can't wait for the best excuse episode, because we had to skip last week, then Mark sees that, and he goes, "That's a, let's do it. And now here we are. Best excuse. Even, there's no excuse for not putting this episode out. We have to imagine if this never saw the light yeah. of day, what would the excuse be? Yeah. This is, uh, and this is not about that particular week where we did not have an episode. This is about just in general, let's talk about excuses. And do we want to come up with like, is our answer going to be one very specific excuse or is it going to be a type of excuse? I think like, like if our version of the best excuse is, see, I went outside and I look up and they're in the sky. No. Is a spaceship. Like we're not we're not creating an insane story. <laughs> no, this is our job. Yeah. Our job is to choose from things that already exist, not to make something that doesn't exist. Look, the best excuse could be this is a this is a wide open topic. We are not creators, we are evaluators. Ooh, that's my favorite comic book, The Evaluator. The Evaluators. Yeah. This should cost five dollars <laughs> next month on the Evaluators. It's it's just Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. I oh, love, I would love the comic book of Antiques Roadshow and or the Marvel movie. When's the last time you got this jacket appraised? And where did you pick it up? This is a family heirloom. Oh, I, yeah. Actually, I found it in a dumpster next to a phone booth. Well, I have something to tell you. What's that? This is Clark Gable's jacket from the premiere of 1939's Gone with the Wind. Really? Well, that's a problematic film. I don't think I want this jacket anymore. He wore this, and inside are a bunch of vaguely and overtly racist statements that you oh. have. Do you know how much this jacket is worth? Not much to me. You can just have it. At auction in the right place, wink, wink. Oh. This could go for upwards of $500. I, ooh, hold on. Now, let's talk about this right place, wink, wink. <laughs> terrible. See, money talks. Terrible, money terrible, talks. hell. Mark. What? Do you feel like, do you feel like you're the king of excuses? Do you think that's none taken? I didn't say whether or not I met a fan. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. No, do you feel like excuses are something that you use often? Cause I know I do. There are times where I'll sure, use them. I, I, yeah, I have I don't to use fabricate excuses. them, but like I'm sometimes it's like, Oh, you've thought, you know, there's a, don't we so go ahead and answer the question. I have, I have too much to say. Go ahead. Uh, yes. Okay, good. <laughs> I do feel like I, but I never in my mind think I'm coming up with excuses. Right. What I think I am doing, and I still in many cases believe that I am doing, is uh, offering reasons. Sure. You know That's what I what mean? Excuses, right? Yes. That is the reason why this is happening. Right. But what, yeah, so I guess that's a big question to ask. What is the difference between a reason and an excuse? Like I've heard, if you give more than two reasons, they're excuses. You've heard that before, I'm sure. 
like two different reasons for something. Yeah. If you're giving two different reasons, then those now you're just coming up with excuses. That's true. But if there is one reason I was late, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think maybe in this case we're talking about excuses, like something you come up with for like mm-hmm. why you don't have your homework. Because the answer is never like, I didn't want to do it. This is boring and I don't see how it will apply to my life outside right. of this year of schooling. Yeah. It's always the dog uh, ate it. Generally, the dog ate my homework. I was sick. Mm-hmm. The dog was sick. I ate my homework. My parents ate the dog. Like yeah. there's a lot of eating going on. There is a lot of eating. And also, I may need to call a social worker to come over to your house if your dog ate your homework and then your parents ate your dog. Yes. I wish you would. I I wish you'd done that before the dog was eaten. Because <laughs> I love dark. that dog. This is really dark really fast. Well, that's the nature of excuses. It's a dark, dark hole into which you plunge to try yeah. to get yourself out of stuff. Have you now being honest mm-hmm. and you've you've been on this earth long enough that there must be instances from decades ago where you were invited to something you just didn't want to do it. You didn't want to go. You committed to something. You didn't want to do it. Have you ever come up with an excuse to get out of it? Or do you always tell the truth about why you're not going? If the truth hurts someone's feelings, I will tell a little white lie generally. So you know what I mean? Telling the truth of, I think your party will be boring and I just (laughs) don't want to go. I don't, you know what? It's rare that I will say no to a party. I'm generally, I love parties. I love going out and I am. Happy to, I'm not the person that like looks for a reason to not go to a party. Honestly, for me, the big thing is, and I could just kind of blanket say this now because in my life, it's become such a thing. And you, you know me well enough to know this is I am terrible about keeping a schedule. Uh huh. And so often I will double book myself by accident. Can you do this thing? Sure. I'd love to. Can you on Monday night? Great. A week later, hey, can you do this thing on Monday night? Sure, that sounds great. For completely forgetting and having not put it into my calendar. They're so, yeah, frequently my excuse, and in this case is one where I will use the truth, is I'm sorry, I'm an idiot. I double booked myself and had a previous engagement already that I had uh, committed to. Yeah, I mean, I... I I do that to a lesser extent than you because I, mm-hmm. I do keep a calendar. What I get bad about sometimes I get asked to do something that I'm so excited and happy to be asked mm-hmm. that I say yes and then I forget to put it in my calendar. Yeah. And if I don't put it in my calendar, when I go to schedule the next thing, then I forget. And yeah. so I have to take the most recently scheduled thing and say, I'm sorry, I committed to something else and move. I mean, I had to do that this this coming tomorrow night. Really? I had scheduled a two episode record for a podcast that thankfully the co-hosts were happy enough to move mm-hmm. for me, but it was because I had committed to another recording tomorrow night Yeah, that I had forgotten about because I hadn't put it in. I have to put it in my calendar. You have to have to have to. There yeah. are also times where, and I enjoy going to parties too, in general. Like I like seeing people. I'm a fairly social person, even though I'm also a homebody. The yeah. last couple of years has kind of thrown that into disarray where I'm, especially now when, when we're in the middle of yet another surge, like I'm less likely to want to go to a large group gathering. Right. And so what happens is I get very excited initially. And then as it gets closer, I might get anxious or I might be tired or feel overwhelmed. You know, there are times where you have plans on the weekend 
but the week is so just sort of kicks your butt and you're mm-hmm. exhausted and you during the week you're like, oh, wh- if I can get to Saturday, then I will have a day where I can sleep in. I don't have to worry about anything. I can just sort of laze around. And then you realize you have made plans. Mm-hmm. And then those plans become, oh, I would love to see this person. I'm also really tired. So in those cases, there are times where I will, I won't lie. I'll just say like, Hey, can we push to next week? I can't mm-hmm. do, I can't do it. So I guess I'm not as much of an excuse person. Yeah. But of the classic excuses that exist, mm-hmm. do you have, uh, like the worst one is just, I forgot. That's the worst. I, one. but, but that's then, is that an excuse or is that? The truth. And that was one of the questions that I wanted to ask starting off because this is a tough one because our show, we, you know, it's objective answers to subjective questions. Right. Is the best excuse the truth? And does it cease to become an excuse if you're telling the truth? What if it hurts somebody's feelings? That's what I come back to from before. Yeah. I think an excuse in general, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, is intended to to disengage you from something mm-hmm. or provide an explanation for something that will create as few quite, you know, the reason why you say my dog ate my homework is the beauty of that as an excuse. If it were ever to work, which it does not mm-hmm. is I did the work that you asked me to do. And I would have it here if it weren't yeah. for the fact that my dog ate it, a factor outside of my control. Yes screwed up this thing I had every intention of doing. So I guess what we've been talking about leading up to this uh-huh. is intention. And if your intention is, and we've also been talking a lot about interpersonal things, like you mentioned a party or hanging out with somebody when you're just dead tired. You're like, I was supposed to get brunch with you, but I'm just dead to the world right now. Can we push to another time? That's not an excuse. That is a factually accurate and honest, truthful reason to want to reschedule plans. I think for the sake of fun in this, I think we could take the personal out of it. Mm -hmm. And now it becomes an excuse for either not having gotten your work done that you need to get done or being late for work or not showing up for work. These are things that nobody's going to take personally. They're going to have consequences, but they're not necessarily going to be something that people take personally. All right. I got one for you. Okay. I got a flat tire on the way. Perfect example. Now, I think we can break this down into a couple of categories. Yes. And I think one of them is, here's how it would break down in my mind. Mm -hmm. You're dealing with something else, right? I can't deal with this thing I'm supposed to deal with, either going to work or finishing homework or whatever this, whatever my obligation, my non-personal obligation is. Mm -hmm. Something else is factoring into this. Yeah. So I think our categories are... Outside forces, act of God kind of things. Okay. Personally medical things or personal within myself. So external forces, forces within myself or being a caretaker to another entity that needs this attention more than you need my attention right now. Okay. So that's the, that's the, I, I'm. It was like, it made me think of an Onion article from a few years ago. It was uh, Pizza Cook's sixth grandmother dies. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, the, the, like these are excuses of an outside force. I can't, I've got to take, I've got to take my uh, dog to the vet. Something else has happened. Yes, yeah, my and then, dog threw up, my kid is sick. Right. 
then other outside forces that don't involve caretaking would be, I got a flat tire. I was in a car accident. So my dog ate my car. Related. My dog ate my car. My parents ate my car, which had, you know, already been, you know, in an accident recently. So we got a new dog that ate my parents, but my parents got out by lighting a match inside of the dog and smoking the dog out. Oh, left. yeah. Now we had to take that dog to the vet because yeah. it has smoke all inside of its belly. Yeah. And we also have to get dog Nicorette because now this dog has a taste for smoke. My car ate my house. All of these things yeah. are major plumbing things problems. Plumbing oh, problems good. is a big oh, one. Yeah, a pipe burst. Pipe burst is a great excuse. There's poop everywhere. Because what you want your excuse to be, I think a, an ideal excuse is something that is not checkable. Or if it is technically checkable, the person who would be checking it does not want to check it. Well, when you say generally, I'm not feeling well. Yeah. And I have used that to not go to work, but I only use it when I'm actually not feeling well. Mm-hmm. I don't lie. Like that is something I don't mess with because I, not that I believe a hundred percent in karma, but I also think like crying wolf about being sick is not good. Now I no. will, I will also, this is, this is even in the before times. If I had like a sore throat or something like that, I would just ask to work remotely because I think one of the rudest things that you can do yeah. is show up to work sick. I Absolutely. Pre 2020, before that, yeah. I would tell coworkers if they showed up sick and were coughing. So I'd be like, go home. All you're going to do is like knock out more people in this office. It's yeah. not, you're not doing what you think you're doing. But in general, to say I'm not feeling well, if you have to meet somebody for lunch or whatever, then, you know, if somebody tells me that, I, I never assume that they're lying. I yeah. will give them the benefit of the doubt. And my thought is always like, Oh, I hope you feel better. Yeah. Whatever. I'm, I'm not feeling well on. is also a, a good sliding scale one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like depending on how badly you did want to do something or had how, how great your intention of doing a thing was could be in direct proportion to how bad you have to feel to not do it. You know what I mean? Yes. Something that I really didn't want to do to begin with. If I wake up and go, Oh, well, I'm too sick to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? If it's something yeah. I really want to do, it's like, That's I, like a- I wish I could, but I, I obviously, I clearly have a cold. I can't. When I was in school, I used to say I was sick all the time mm-hmm. in like junior high, high school. And I always prayed I would have a fever so I could be sent home because mm-hmm. I just didn't want to be at school, whether it was social or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And so I think I used up all of my. All of yeah. my cry wolf about being sick. At Sixth grandmother dies. Yeah. But I will say, like, I don't, I've also done the opposite, which is go in with an infection I knew couldn't spread to other people because mm-hmm. I'd missed so many days that my boss at the time was like, sure, I'm missing a lot of days. Meanwhile, I still have a fever. I'm still in pain. Mm-hmm. There's like, there's bleeding happening, but I went in for the day for the meeting. You did the thing that you just said that you don't do. I needed to show my, well, no, cause it wasn't, I didn't have something that was contagious. Gotcha. But it was something that was causing me a lot of discomfort and suffering, but I went yeah. in and, and then my boss is like, Oh, you look terrible. You should go home. Yeah. But that was like, so that I will, I, in that case, I did the opposite. But in, ge- if I have something that I think is even closely contagious, I leave, mm-hmm. I leave the office. Say, I'm going to finish up from home. Now I have the ability, you know, I've worked remote now for two years. So it's that situations even is even different. Like if I don't feel great, I'll generally just work through it because I'm already at home. Yeah. But that is a general, that is like an all time excuse for anything. I don't want to go to a party. I can't go to a dinner for whatever reason. Generally not like 
I can't think of a time it was personal to the other person at all. It is always just my ability to motivate myself to get up and go out and do something. Yeah. And I think that the, the sliding scale of that is valuable. I think the vagueness of it is valuable. Is there any benefit in getting specific? Meaning like if I call my boss and say, I'm not coming into work today. I don't feel well. Mm. And they go, well, we really could use you because you're putting a lot of people out. So like, I don't know if, and then you go, um, I have explosive diarrhea and have for the last 12 hours and I don't see it going anywhere. Then they immediately go, Oh no, don't come into work. Um, yeah, I've been specific in like, it's cause not, at that point it's not, it's a, the excuse is just the reason I'm not going. And that's either acceptable yeah. to someone or not. doesn't matter whether it's true or not. Right. I, th- I don't think an excuse that has to be a lie, but I've said the closest I'll get for work is to say I have food poisoning and mm-hmm. that lets them know that. It Anybody is acute. Food poisoning knows it's acute, but it also yeah. will be got like, I always go like, I have food poisoning. Hopefully I'll be, I'll be in tomorrow. I'll let you know. And like, I'm going to see how I feel in the morning and then, yeah. let you know, but generally like, I think details are good in that they might give a timeline for stuff as far as work is concerned and for mm-hmm. personal things. It's just like, if it's a, a weekend meeting or something, you just push, you yeah. just push, like, let me let you know when I feel better and we'll, I will get back together. It's also, this is a weird topic for us to do because we both, I like to think of us as scrupulous fellas mm-hmm. who are not going to lie willy nilly. Correct. That said, I think in this particular episode, we have to give ourselves a little bit of permission. If to, you were going to lie, what would the best If lie you be? were going to lie, I think if you're going to lie, you don't have to have the explosive diarrhea, but if they're really prying and want to, you know, dig in, Give them something that shuts them down. You know what I mean? Yes. You also want to give them, like I mentioned before, you want to give them something that they can't check on. You know what well, I mean? Yeah, they can't check on you it. Can't, they can't, they're not going to check on that. If you say, I'm sorry, I can't come in. I was in a car accident. And then you drive your perfectly fine car to work the next day, then something is amiss. Flat tire is a great one because a tire gets replaced. But a flat tire is not a great one because a flat tire is not how you get out of a thing. It's just how you get out of being late to a thing. I'll tell you um how scrupulous I am. When I had my car accident a few years mm-hmm. ago and couldn't go back to the office, I called them and told them I'd been in a like I was just in a car accident. I need to get stuff sorted out. I'm not coming back in today. Mm-hmm. And I forget who my boss was at the time, but they were very understanding. But mm-hmm. I felt guilty because I was like, this sounds fake, even though it wasn't. Because I knew I they I was already out for the morning because I had an appointment. I was mm-hmm. like, I have an appointment I have to go to. Very understanding about that. I'll be in later, you know, and part of that comes from gaining the trust of having worked for a long time. But then Mm -hmm. when I got in a car accident on my way back, I was like, oh, this feels terrible. This feels too, this feels fake. Yeah. And also car accident is something, you know, I mean, I had to go to physical therapy for months afterwards, but it just, that does feel like it can't be too big. The excuse can't yeah. be too big. Can't be too big. And also you had a, <laughs> I love that you had a day where, yeah, remember more than one, more than one reasons an excuse, but you literally had two reasons. Well, I had a reason why I was going to be, you in, had a thing in the morning in and then a car accident. Yeah. I was going to be in at lunch, which is a hundred percent true. Yeah. And then I got into an accident. I didn't even get into it. I was sitting and waiting and I got somebody ran into me oh and sent God. me into another car, which is like the worst cut. Like it's a, Whiplash. It's, it's absolutely not your fault. And whiplash glasses went everywhere. I didn't know what had happened, disoriented, you name it. Yeah. But I think a car accident is too big of, of an excuse because you just don't want it to be that big. It yeah. can't be a big excuse if you're going to make an excuse. 
But is there a world in which making a gigantic excuse gets the reaction of, well, there's no way they could have made that up? No, because it's something you will follow up on later. You can't, it has to be something. Yeah, it can't be a good story. You won't ask questions in the beginning. You won't go, hey, whatever happened to blah, blah, blah. They can't, it can't come up later. You can't leave a trail. (laughs) You're right. Yeah. Car accident is a perfect example of that because you go, hey, how's your car? How are you feeling? Did you hear anything? Is your insurance covering it? All that stuff. So we've established some ground rules of the kind of excuse we need to come up with. We know the neighborhood we're working in. Let's take a break. And when we come back, we will hone in on which of the existing excuses out there in the world, which one is the perfect one to use for any situation. But first, here is a little bit of information about some of the other fine shows on the Max Fun Network. Hi, my name is Graham Clark, and I'm one half of the podcast Stop Podcasting Yourself, a show that we've recorded for many, many years. And uh, at the moment, instead of being in person, we're recording remotely, and uh, you wouldn't even notice. You don't even notice the lag. That's right, Graham. And uh, the great thing about this... Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. Okay, go ahead. And you can listen to us uh, every week on MaximumFun.org. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Your podcasts. Hi, it's me, Dave Hill, from before. Here to tell you about my brand new show on Maximum Fun, the Dave Hill Good Time Hour, which combines my old Maximum Fun show, Dave Hill's podcasting incident, with my old radio show, The Damn Dave Hill Show, into one new futuristic program from the future. If you like delightful conversation with incredible guests, technical difficulties, and actual phone calls from real-life listeners, you've just hit a street called easy. I'm also joined by my incredible co-host, the boy criminal Chris Gersbeck. Say hi, Chris. Hey, Dave. It's really great. That's enough, Chris. And New Jersey chicken rancher, Des. Say hi, Des. Hey, Dave. The Dave Hill Good Time Hour. Brand new episodes every Friday on Maximum Fun. Plus, the show's not even an hour. It's 90 minutes. Take that, stupid rules. We nailed it. Okay. So no car accident. No tornado hit my house. No, my dog ate my other dog. Let me ask you this. Yes. What if you use... A very small thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I've done this before. You've used a very mm. small thing and you have both made it vague and blown it out of proportion. Okay. Go ahead. Give you an example, please. Example. My brother calls me and says, Hey, can you do me a quick favor? I need you to, my phone is dying, um, but I, my car broke down on the side of the road. Can you call AAA for me? Something, you know, mild and semi-mundane like that. Uh uh-huh. Becomes, I can't come to work today. I have a family emergency. That feels like a... Vague and overblown. At what point does that become a lie? Again, scrupulous gentleman. I think it's a uh, look. It's it a feels bending. dirty. Even say it's a bending. It's a dirty bending of the yeah. Truth. It's a real Just the bending. way you said it. You can hear your eyebrows raising. I mean, I can see it <laughs> happening, but you can hear it. I have a family emergency. Family emergency. Fam- you know, well, if there's one thing we've learned from Dominic Toretto, it's that nothing's more important than family. That's true. Yeah, but I do think that's the kind of thing that will come up later. Yeah, and we'll go. Hey, is your family okay? 
I hope yeah. that emergency worked out all right. I want my excuse. I think you're right. I think the perfect excuse is instantaneous dismissal of all of the details. Yeah. It is. I am not going to be there for this reason. Okay. If you add too many details on the end of an excuse or if it's too big a thing or if it, anything like that, assuming that this is a embellished and or completely fabricated story. Yeah. You don't want anything like the thing I would feel guilty about is if I was eliciting sympathy. You know what I mean? If I was so eliciting, then, eliciting more sympathy than, oh, that sucks. Yeah. Come in when you can. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want someone to actually worry about me and or my pet and or my vehicle and or my home or whatever. You know what I mean? Then I think the answer is to keep it as vague as possible. I, yeah. I don't then it, I was going to say, like, I'm feeling under the weather is generally a good because when you say it, that could be it's generally mild. Right. Mm -hmm. I have a little bit of a cold or something in today's world that doesn't that triggers too many panic alarms. Yeah. Like, oh, did you get tested? What's going on? Where were you? Did you go somewhere? Are you mm -hmm. feeling? Can you smell? Can you taste? Blah, 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 blah. Maybe the best one, not, and I, I don't mean to cut off the debate, but I'm just mm -hmm. trying to throw out there is the best excuse. I had to deal with something at the house. I think the best excuse is right. going to be depending on how close you are to whoever you are giving the excuse to. Mm -hmm. How much do they deserve? You know what I mean? I mean, excuse by its very nature is just enough. Yeah. It's just I'm dealing, I'm dealing with conversation. Is it? Yeah. Is you, it? You want could it be as simple as even taking home out of there could be as simple as I'm dealing with something. Yeah. I think when you're is that I, I too vague, too vague. Cause that it's like, I'm dealing with something. I have a bunch of friends over and they're reading me letters. That's like, <laughs> I'm about to go into rehab, which is a very big deal. Oh, I didn't even think about that. My first thought was like, Oh, that sounds like a fun party. Or Everybody I'm, writes letters to each other. And then we read all our letters to each other. <laughs> it's a letter party. It's an yeah. American greetings new thing they're trying to get off the ground. I love that. Oh, guys, it's letter day. And you can host your own leather part, uh, letter, leather party. Le a bunch of leather daddies reading yeah. letters. It's great. It's, yeah. You feel good about yourself and you learn something about, about maybe a portion Ooh. of the culture you didn't know about. Before. Yeah. Look, this letter's from Tom and it's postmarked from Finland. Oh my, these pictures are graphic. <laughs> this letter is just drawings. I didn't know that many straps could go on a vest. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm dealing with something just sounds too, too vague. That sounds either like something bigger is going on. Like that's the last thing you're going to say before the tie goes back in your mouth mm -hmm. and the, and the kidnapper <laughs> hangs up the phone or. It just feels like you're not dealing with anything. What yeah. you're dealing with is not wanting to come yeah, to dinner. not having finished this project. It's also a question of when you like, we legitimately had something go down yesterday morning that threw off a bunch of plans. So we had mm -hmm. to, it wasn't an excuse. It was explaining to people what happened. And it's like, you feel terrible. And we had to get, we, you know, we gave updates later and it all turned out fine. But like an excuse is the thing that there's no conversation about it. It's just. And you have to give it a, I think part of the key is giving it far ahead enough that, that it's not like, I, I don't like to cancel something last minute. I really mm -hmm. hate doing that. Yeah, me too. If I have to do that, it's something has happened. The good thing about a party is sometimes you just don't have to go. If you don't RSVP, you don't have to go. That's a fun. I love a party. Sometimes I forget to RSVP. I get asked I to do something and then and I'm like, oh, I need to talk to Jennifer and see. And then I get really busy and then they, then I get followed up with and I feel awful that anyone has to follow up with me. Like it's ridiculous. 
I feel irresponsible. And I, there's no excuse at that moment. It's just, I completely forgot this is on me. Let me go find out right now. Yeah. And then if it's a no, I just say, I can't, uh, I just say no. Yeah. And that's, you know, for, uh, again, for personal stuff, yeah. for non, not necessarily personal or non personal, for obligations. Yeah. For obligations, there's I'm trying to figure out how to put this. For an interpersonal thing, sometimes it's better to give a little more information. For a professional thing, it really is about determining how much of it is their business. If the excuse is for a real thing that's happening. Right. You know? So then what's the best excuse? I think there is a current look, we're making this story, we're doing this episode right now, mm. and we cannot divorce the time that we are living in from the episode we are doing today. Even yeah. though someone may listen to this episode 10 years from now, 150 years from now, when yeah. they pull the digital copy out of a time capsule, and figure out how to read the ones and zeros and then listen to this episode. We are here in 2022. I think that in all of the horrific things that this pandemic has given the world and taken from the world, I think there's one good thing, which is it has given everyone a perfect excuse. And the perfect excuse is this. I've had an exposure. Oh, Lord. It's all you have to say. It's uh, not, I'm sick. They don't have to worry about you personally. All you have to say is, yesterday, a friend of mine that I met with a couple of days ago told me they tested positive for COVID. Oh my God. I've had an, I've, I know I've had a COVID exposure. Zero other questions get asked. It instantly becomes don't come in until you get tested and you know that you're okay and you are keeping us safe here. It is vague enough that it's probably happened at any point to everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could say, oh, I had an exposure to COVID yesterday. I can't come until I get tested. You could just say I went to Disney. Yeah. I went to, I could say I went to the grocery store. True. But all you have to say is I was potentially exposed to COVID. I was this is like, terrible. This makes me feel like a bad person. I was even saying H. that this could be used as a excuse. I was at Glastonbury. <laughs> oh, God. I was at the All-Star game. Yeah, I well, I was technically I was on the subway to the All-Star game. <laughs> uh, I was at a rave. Uh, yeah, I mean, that is a certainly there's no more. But that that does beg follow ups. It's like, hey, did you test? Does it? Or, yeah. Are you positive? Are you feeling OK? You check up with them in a couple of days. I yeah. would. Sure. I would 100% check up. I would also still get the test because as soon as I said that, I would be like, well, I'm lying if I don't get the test now. And also, yeah. I should probably get the test anyway. That's right. I don't like That's how right. diabolical this episode makes me this sound. This is very, yeah, this is really bad. I, I think, you know what? What? Can we just say that the best excuse is the most ridiculous one? Why is that? Because my dog ate my homework. Because it's so dumb. I thought we were trying and to it, come up with... And and it came from a time. I'm I'm changing tack. Okay. And here's why. Because we don't to, want to reward lying. We don't want to reward lying. Like we're both trying to figure out a way to be okay with being deceptive. And it's yeah, not we're not either of us. Yeah. Which is why maybe the best excuse is the most hilarious one. Or the but, best excuse is the truth. That came from a time where if your dog ate your homework, like you know, we didn't have. Uh, I think that phrase comes from a long enough ago time where it's like you didn't have a ton of paper hanging around right so if your dog ate it it was gone you weren't gonna yeah. do it again and it was also hand done on a worksheet yeah so 
I love that because it's it doesn't work anymore unless your dog ate, yeah. ate an iPad or chewed up your laptop. Yeah. Or and your also, dog or by my dog, you mean the virus inside my computer. <laughs> yeah, uh, my dog dot exe. Yeah. <laughs> I open this up. Oh, look, hungry dog. What's hungry dog? Is that a game? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that. I, it's kind of a throwback. But it's something that we're still aware of. It's just has become like my dog ate my homework. Like it's just become sort of a throw off excuse. Yeah. It's not expecting anyone to, uh, it's not, my dog ate my homework does not expect you to believe it. Mm -hmm. It is saying to the other person, this is an excuse. Exactly. Yeah. Like I am making an excuse. Please don't ask any more follow up questions. Know that I feel a little bad mm-hmm. about whatever I have done or am yeah. avoiding doing or whatever this is. Yeah. I am, but we both know this is an excuse. Yes. That's kind yes. of fun. I kind of want to start using it. Like anytime I need an excuse, my dog ate my homework. Why didn't we have an episode last week? My dog ate my homework. That's right. People of yeah. the world, <laughs> you got to train your dogs better. Eating homework is not good for the dogs either. They're not supposed to eat pencil lead or graphite or ink from a pen. Paper's not good for them. Keep your dogs away from your homework. That's what, I mean, it's just, these dogs, feed your dogs. If you feed your dogs and give them treats for being good puppies, then this won't happen. You won't have a bunch of dogs running out there and eating your homework. So just leash your dog in public and keep your dog away from your homework. It's bad for the homework. It's bad for the dog, but boy, does it make for one hell of an excuse. Asked and answered. I'm glad we evaded that one so well. Me too. I felt In an terrible. episode all about evasion. Because I'm sitting there going, like, you could say you're sick to go to for, from work. I'm like, But I, I've never, yeah, I've never used that excuse for, I've worked at the same place for 12 and a half years, and mm-hmm. I've never faked a sick day. Because I won't do, like, if I'm actually sick. I'll just take a sick day. Yeah. If I need a day off, I'll ask for a day off. Yeah. I only used, I only did it once. I only faked sick once and I was desperately hoping that whoever got the voicemail, it's easier on a voicemail. I was desperately hoping that whoever got that voicemail did not hear the sound of the boat or the water and just heard the sound of my vague <laughs> coughing. <laughs> Anyway, Terrible. I don't feel good. <laughs> yeah. That was my stomach. <laughs> Woo-hoo! That was a water skier in my stomach. Oh, I'm really not feeling well. <laughs> As you can hear. Oh, well, this topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter or you can email us. We got this podcast at gmail.com or go to our Facebook group. What's your favorite excuse? Facebook.com slash groups slash. We got this podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, host of the fine shows, a bit of a chat with Ken Plume and force five. Also, thank you to researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer, Uri Kelman, and QA engineer, Jen Alba. And thanks, of course, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, the people of the world, for giving Hal and I a chance to sit down and talk about things that we may or may not do, like we make don't. excuses. No, we don't. It turns out. And again, I'm really sorry that we didn't have an episode last week. I was dealing with something. For Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. Don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. We got this. MaximumFun.org. 
Comedy and culture. Artist owned, audience supported.